This is the Birth of Venus podcast, and I'm your host, Rich Cusslin, bringing you the little gems I've discovered right under the surface. Today, rereading literature. That's right, not reading, but reading again, decades after. And by rereading, what can be learned about oneself? Brought to you by Audio Theater Services, LLC. Audiobook narration and commercial jingles. www.theater.com. You can read along with this podcast on birthofvenus.substack.com. The post is entitled, The Treasure That Is Literature, Rereading for Self-Discovery. Why don't you consider subscribing? Be false to be true. The writer of fiction imagines worlds, invents characters, and devises plots so as to analogously or mimetically retell an aspect of human life. Literature employs story as an intended falsehood by which truths discovered are persuasively conveyed. As readers of literature, we pursue meaning by which we may live more nobly and wisely. Every reader knows that an author plums human consciousness while disclosing the author's own, but I had been unaware until my sixth decade that literature reveals the reader to himself. Rereading literature mines diamonds of self-knowledge. It is akin to watching one's childhood home movies, revealing what we have forgotten, what we have grown away from, what remains, and what new qualities have developed. The autobiographical knowledge I gleaned from rereading is in itself of little interest to you, so I ask your forbearance, but I wish to show by example that a decade's spanning rereading will germinate an abundant harvest for you too. Revealed in the light of its past, the present state of our consciousness appears in bright relief, our knowledge of it clarified and deepened. It came about by happenstance that 40 years after I first read George Eliot's Middlemarch, 1871, I was drawn to read it again. While searching for nutritious entertainment among the TV zombies, drug dealers, prison stories, and pornography that makes waste of our precious time on this planet, our family stumbled upon the 1994 Lewis Marks BBC adaptation of Middlemarch. Surely, I thought, Juliette Aubrey, the actress, enacted a steamier Dorothea Brooke than I had remembered. Well, an adaptation on film is just that. Not the book, but something else again, though based upon it. In my recollection, Dodo was physically unprepossessing and unconscious of herself sexually, but possessing a passionate mind and an unsettled soul that yearned for divine meaning, obtained at the feet of intellectual giants. I could not reconcile Miss Aubrey's depiction with the character I had recalled. Just listen to this sexy voice that is anything but timid. My life is very simple. Then it hit me. Perhaps I no longer saw these characters in the same way because I had changed. That did it. I just had to reread Middlemarch. As I reread it, I discovered just how far I'd come in consciousness. Like the mountaineer attaining the peak, looking back astonished over the ranges and the rivers he has incredibly crossed. Here are three of my self-discoveries gleaned from a single rereading of Middlemarch. 
1. Characters whom I at eighteen had admired, and by whom I measured myself, I now pitied them their ignorance and foolhardiness. 2. Those characters whom I had contemptuously dismissed as abject and unforgivable failures of will had become objects of wistful commiseration, deserving instead mercy and compassion. 3. I recognized the appropriation of divinity for ulterior motives, so as to camouflage evil under a mask of moral righteousness. This last was especially galling, for at eighteen it had sailed past me like a cannonball might pass within an inch of Helen Keller's head. I'll continue this podcast with part two. Stay tuned. You've been listening to the Birth of Venus podcast, and I'm your host, Rich Kussler. Thanks for listening.